so this is my point understanding that subconscious reprogramming is literally the catalyst to getting everything that you want out of your life it makes things easier for you hello everyone you're listening to the activate your limitless potential podcast i'm your host Simeon Anand, and if you are ready to create the extraordinary life that i know you were destined to live you've come to the right place because we're about to get raw and real on how to do that but with that being said, my friends, let's get started into this week's episode. Hi, my beautiful souls. I hope you guys are doing absolutely amazing. I'm back this week with an episode that I'm really, really excited to really talk about. It's honestly long due as I've gotten a lot of recommendations and requests from you guys to really talk about it. And that's about my story because a lot of you guys who tune in with my content, I've shared briefly in a few of my videos, my story about how I wasn't always this person. I wasn't always this person with this identity who is just very much herself, very outgoing, very expressive, very confident, I guess you could say, because when I take a step back and I reflect on how the unfolding of my personality came to be, it was honestly quite the opposite. And I've shared with you guys how I used to be extremely, extremely shy and really, really insecure. And because of that, I have received a lot of messages from you guys who resonated with that, who feel like you're living in the shadows of your own identity and not really stepping into that biggest and best version of yourself who knows that you have something greater to share in this world. Maybe that's a message that you feel so called upon to inspire other people with. Maybe you know you're playing small and maybe you identify with being shy, with being under the covers, with feeling scared to really put yourself out there. And so you may see me and hear my story and you're like, shit, well, if she can do it, maybe I can too. So this is the episode that I wanted to create to hopefully empower you guys to recognize this. And I want to share with you guys about five tips that I think when I reflect on my life have really allowed me to step into this new version of me where I no longer identify with being shy, which is literally crazy because I literally used to be extremely, extremely like in the closet, behind the scenes, never really wanted to put myself out there, was honestly my worst critic. Honestly, I can go on and on about it. I want this episode to kind of be my story so you guys can really understand everything that I really experienced because I know we all have experienced certain situations in our life and we don't realize the impact that these situations and experiences have subconsciously on our belief system because up until the age of seven our brains are the most susceptible to being imprinted with everything we experience from the way we were raised by our families by our social conditioning by our environment everything is the most malleable when you're from zero to seven years old and now when i look back on my story i realize how profound that truly is because when i was younger i would say when i was in middle school no not middle school elementary school i look back and i realized that i was was so confident guys you know I went on my Amazon photos the other day to just look back on my memories because I just love sometimes looking at old pictures and I came across this video of me doing a solo back in elementary school I was in third grade on stage singing to like literally my entire elementary school and I remember specifically in that moment how I felt I felt so aligned like I didn't even give a shit yeah I was nervous here and there but I remember when I was in middle school I loved being on 
stage. I loved performing. I loved singing. I honestly loved being the main character. I remember when I was younger, my parents would put me into like dance classes and acting classes and I was so, so artistic and I really, really loved it. And then somewhere along the way, I lost touch with that. And now when I look back into my story, I recognize that I lost touch with that when I was in middle school. And this is something that happens to a lot of us during these ages where we're going through puberty, we want to belong, we want to feel accepted, but unfortunately that was not what happened to me. When I was 14 years old, I unfortunately developed food allergies to literally every single food known to mankind. My gastro health was extremely, extremely bad. My gut health was bad. I literally was allergic to everything, gluten, soy, dairy, nuts, eggs, everything. I couldn't eat anything. And back then they didn't have the health system that we have right now with all of the alternatives, with all of the substitutions. You know, if you go to restaurants these days, you are given so many options for your dietary specific needs. But when I was younger, we didn't have that. So unfortunately we didn't know what was going on. And I ended up losing 20 pounds that year and I was severely underweight. And with that came the irritability side because your mind and your body is so connected. So when there's an imbalance in your gut health, you're also affected by your emotions, right? So I was experiencing a plethora of emotions, some of them being extremely irritable. I had a horrible relationship with my family. I was super insecure. I hated going to school. I remember in the mornings, I would have to literally take like Imodium, which is like an anti-diarrheal medicine because I literally had the worst stomach issues. Um, And I remember how hard that was. I remember being in school and these guys in my class would literally like bully me and say I was like a twig and I would need to eat a burger, all of these jokes. And they were funny to them, but little did I not realize that those jokes were being implanted into my belief system subconsciously. And subconsciously, that made me suppress my identity. I no longer wanted to be in the spotlight. I no longer wanted to sing and perform and dance. I was dancing still, but I never really felt like I was worthy of doing any of those things. But in my heart, guys, I really remember that in my heart, I wanted to be on camera. I wanted to speak. I wanted to be known and recognized. I didn't know to what capacity like I do now, but back then I had these little nudges that I loved being on camera. And I didn't really realize the extent of that because I was so lost in middle school with my health issues. And those things kind of took on to high school as well. Um, But it wasn't as bad. I luckily was able to heal a lot of those allergies through pursuing alternative treatments of health. And from that point forward, things became better. But I still played small, even in high school. I ended up leaving my sophomore year of high school and I went straight to college and I got my associate's degree. So I finished high school with two years of college before I got accepted into UF. And mind you, this entire time, I really did lose touch with those speaking things, with all of that. I was just focused on school. I knew I wanted to go to med school. I was like in academia, right? It was all academia. But then when COVID hit, so much changed, so much changed. Flash forward to my freshman year of college, and that was just a whole other story. And let's just get this straight, that did not add any sort of impact or positivity to me being closer to the version of myself that I'm now sharing as the version of me. But let's just say 
that freshman year was the catalyst behind me being at my lowest point because that year I ended up living with random roommates. It was three girls, but it was the most toxic environment I've ever lived in in my entire life. And I'm laughing right now because I've healed so much from that experience that it's honestly just a laughing thing now for me. But back then, when I look back, oh my God, guys, like that entire situation for that entire semester before COVID hit, which it hit in spring, let's just say my entire roommate situation was the most toxic experience I've ever had in my life. It was just that we were on two different um, perceptions of life. We did not get along and I was severely, severely gaslighted <laughs> by girls. And that just led to a whole other, um, belief thing that I had to work through in regards to friendships and stuff. But that whole experience also had the biggest impact on my mental health. So when COVID hit and quarantine happened, I literally lost touch with myself. I lost touch with my confidence. I lost touch with who I am. Um, I developed extreme social anxiety because I was literally in a situation that was so, so toxic my freshman year, the whole living situation. Um, I have a YouTube video about that. If you guys are interested, I'll link it in the description notes so you guys can kind of get more information about that if you're curious because I don't want to like bombard you with all that information but the point is my whole roller coaster of my identity was so just unpredictable and when I look back all of it now has such a, an extreme significance to my identity right now because now I'm the total opposite of everything I've perceived myself to be in the past. I feel like I'm really living in alignment and I feel like this is what my inner child would have loved doing. But back then, I never thought I would be on camera speaking to so many people every day, feeling extremely confident on camera. And I know you guys all have a message that you potentially want to share into this world. You may have this inkling and this desire to be maybe on camera, to present yourself, to speak to more people, to be more of your yourself that you know in your heart you're destined to be but you feel this block in this resistance so this leads me into five things that I want to share with you guys that have enabled me to go from shy to confident badassery and I want you guys to experience that so the first thing that I think has really really changed for me in terms of how I've shifted this identity of mine is cultivating extreme self-acceptance for everything that I at one point didn't like about myself it sounds simple, right? And you, pro you probably already know this to be true, but it's so, so hard to really embody that because subconsciously, we're always going to be faced with inner voices in our heads that are literally mitigating what we want to do. For example, I, in the beginning of this whole social media journey, wanted to be on camera. I wanted to speak. I wanted to go on live streams. I wanted to do all of that. But I wasn't doing it. I was procrastinating it because my identity didn't match up to those desires. But when I cultivated extreme self-acceptance for everything, I no longer cared about how people would perceive me, of how people would judge me. But the only way I was able to really cultivate that self-acceptance was by doing the uncomfortable, by choosing to not stay comfortable. And it's really, really hard to do that if you're in an environment that doesn't foster your individuality, your personal self-expansion. So when quarantine hit, luckily I was able to really just be on my own and self-reflect and have that 
alone time so that I could really ask myself, what do I want out of this life? What impact do I want to make on people? What do I want to inspire this world with? So when I took time to be alone after my freshman year, after that whole living situation, it gave me a chance to really heal. It, it made me, it forced me to heal honestly. I spent six months in social isolation. I cut, honestly, a lot of people out of my life by accident because I was honestly in a really low point, in a really, really low point. I was so lost. I decided I didn't want to do medical school anymore. I was like, what the hell am I going to do now? Who am I? And I took my journey to social media. I decided to say, you know what? Screw this. I'm feeling called to share my story, to share the lessons I'm learning along the way. And I took it to social media to share my personal development journey. And I had no eyes on my content at this point. And that was another stepping stone of me really having to overcome this fear of being judged by people because I affiliated with the identity that I'm not popular. Who am I to be on stage or who am I to be on camera when I was bullied in middle school for the way I looked when no one cared or gave a shit about who I am when I had a horrible situation my freshman year when I lost so many friends all of that was all imprinted into my belief system every single time I tried stepping outside my comfort zone but I chose to deal with the uncomfortable and I decided to do it anyway and I'm not going to say that this was easy it honestly wasn't and if you're in a situation right now where you may be experiencing this maybe you do have a personal brand you're starting a business maybe you want to write a book or be on stage you know you're meant for greatness and you're playing small you're going to be confronted with two voices in your head that are going to conflict your desires it's it's going to happen even when you think you've reached a level of success and now you want to maybe reach more but choosing to stay comfortable with where you're at will just make you feel 10x worse when you choose to deal with the uncomfortable emotions that you feel are self-sabotaging you for really embodying your highest and best self you are finally getting closer to the version of alignment that your inner child once had before you were imprinted with all of these programmings from your environment, from your friends, from your parents, from your family, from school. So when you choose to no longer identify with those things by not taking those things so personal, you're learning the idea of cultivating extreme self-acceptance, radical self-acceptance. And it's precisely this word that literally signifies the importance of everything that you're doing. Because once you fully accept yourself, your quirks, your flaws, your limitations, your insecurities, when you no longer think of them as insecurities and instead Instead, you think of your insecurities as your own energetic signature. That is when you're transforming how you perceive yourself into an empowering version of yourself that is now enabling you to literally impact and inspire people to embody their best version of themselves. So when I look back on my story, yeah, I could say, you know what? I was shy. I was insecure. I could stick with that narrative and let that play out for the rest of my life and just constantly activate my reticular activating system. So I'm only seeing opportunities that are allowing me to play small Or I can choose to literally reprogram the way I choose to believe about myself so that I'm now putting myself in a position to be susceptible to opportunities to people who just validate those experiences out of me. Because once you truly accept yourself, 
You're literally manifesting that exact vibration in your outer reality and you're going to meet people and situations and resources that align with that vibration you're holding yourself to be. I know a lot of people know how profound this idea of your own energetic frequency and how this has such a huge correlation in what you're attracting into your outer reality. It all sounds good to the ear, right? But a lot of people don't fully understand the scientific backbone behind how this works. So I want to explain this to you so you understand briefly that this isn't woo-woo. This is actually quantum physics. And you guys know, you know, I was a bio major. I'm really, really into neuroscience. So everything that I share with you guys is actually coming from science because I'm a firm believer that there is a huge significance that science is now teaching us when it comes to how our subconscious conscious mind operates. So briefly, I read this book called Power Versus Force by David R. Hawkins. Amazing, amazing book. Essentially, I want to talk to you guys about this chart of vibrational frequencies. Essentially, what this chart shows is that every single thought or feeling or emotion that we have is correlated with a certain vibrational frequency. And essentially, the higher up on the spectrum, the higher the frequency, the more positive, elevated emotion you're feeling but the crazy part about this is that all of these emotions hold a certain frequency and that frequency literally attracts similar people with similar frequencies into your life and if you take a moment to step back and really reflect on this you may notice this actually playing out in the real life you know maybe there was a certain stage of your life where you felt guilt and shame about a certain relationship maybe you felt like you weren't worthy or deserving or you couldn't find someone who matched you on that soul level but when you took a step back you realized that there were parts of you that you were showcasing into this world that were holding a lower vibrational frequency and now you were attracting people who were matching that out of you but then when you went into your inner work and your self-love healing journey and all of that you soon began to witness your outer reality changing as you began to embody a higher frequency of yourself this is literally that playing in action but when it comes to manifesting a personality trait that was different from what you had so when you were maybe unconfident and now you're trying to be more confident and outgoing and expressive all of that I think the thing that really has helped me do that is understanding how to really reprogram my subconscious mind. So essentially, right, our modern world, meaning the majority of our world, is living in a monophasic awareness, meaning that you're only in one frequency, your beta frequency, which is like your waking frequency brainwave state. But when you transition from a monophasic to a polyphasic, which means that you're tapping into your alpha and theta wave brain states, that is where the most subconscious reprogramming happens. Now, you may be asking, what the hell is theta, alpha, beta? These are brainwave states and you activate brainwave states when you're in a certain frequency and you achieve that frequency when you're in a meditative state of mind. This is why meditation is so, so powerful because when you're meditating, you're slowing down your brainwave state from a beta frequency, which is usually from like 14 to 21 to an alpha brainwave frequency, which is like from 7 to 14. And the benefits of meditation come when you're slowing down that brainwave. 
And when you slow down your brainwave to an alpha brainwave state, you're centering. You're in your mental world where time and space is, there's no time and space. And this is where the most benefits for reprogramming your subconscious mind happens. This is why doing your affirmations and meditating at night is so, so powerful because your brain is in that mode where you're most susceptible to being able to shift your narratives and your self-perceptions. You also have more psychic abilities and a heightened intuition when you're in your alpha brainwave state. And this is why it is so great to meditate and get into that frequency before you're maybe tackling projects or you have important things that you need to do because you're centered and you're slowed down. And you'll see the benefits when you actually start doing meditation because this is where you're actually beginning to transform the way that you think. So this is my point. Understanding that subconscious reprogramming is literally the catalyst to getting everything that you want out of your life. It makes things easier for you. And this is what I love teaching and I love coaching. And if you're interested, we can definitely work together. But I want you to understand that Everything in my life has shifted because I tackled it from the inner world. I tackled it from my subconscious mind. I didn't try to force change. I did all of the inner work by reinforcing the power of our subconscious mind and achieving breakthroughs by harnessing and breaking through all of those perceived limits that I thought I had, but realizing that you can literally reprogram everything that you thought was stagnant and that you thought was permanent into your life. And this is literally the heart of manifestation when you actually understand that your thoughts literally create your own version of reality. And when you choose to reprogram the belief system behind your thoughts, you're now serving a direction in your life that is bringing you closer to the version that you want to be and the place that you want to go to. But it all starts when you understand that transforming your personality is a journey and it's a really hard journey. But when you take your experiences and you have full clarity behind what you experienced, why you experienced it, and what triggered that belief in you, you have power and self-awareness to transform that belief into a version or another belief that actually helps you grow from that. But this all happens when you utilize many modalities, including meditation, but there's so many more that I could tell you about, which we can definitely go into another episode about that will allow you to really step into that new version of you. And I'm literally living proof of this working. If you go back to like the 15-year-old version of me or even like the 10-year-old version of me, they were all so different. But now when I look back, I recognize the power that every single one of those versions had on my personality because if I didn't understand why those things happen and how those experiences imprinted an energetic signature on my own subconscious mind, I wouldn't have had the self-awareness to really tackle that belief and reprogram it and take it from its root and extract it and throw it away and literally reprogram a new belief into me. It's so, so powerful and this is what I love coaching and teaching and if you're interested, we could definitely talk more about it but I hope this episode just inspires you and empowers you with a wake-up call that you as a person whoever you are right now and whatever you are dissatisfied with yourself right now 
is not a permanent thing and you don't have to think that it is. You don't have to identify so much with the fact that you're shy, that you're lazy, that you're unconfident. It doesn't matter what it is. You believing that is you training your own subconscious mind to continuously reinforce that in your outer reality. But when you fully recognize the power that you have as a person to reframe those narratives that you kind of hold yourself to be, then you can begin to do the inner work and really provide transformative change in your life but it all starts with understanding those things that I mentioned and those five tips and I encourage you to go back and listen to them if you forgot what they were and just continuously feed your mind with this kind of stuff because little do you realize that this knowledge and this you know new modes of self-awareness will automatically have a new blueprint on your own energy and on your own subconscious mind just by listening to this so i hope this helps you i hope this makes you realize that you are not shy you don't have to be shy you can be confident the moment that you recognize that you have it in you to be the version of you that you want to be it's as simple as that and remind yourself of that every single day you find yourself limiting yourself with what you think you are instead of what you know you could be Okay, I love you guys. I hope you enjoy this episode and I will see you guys next week. Bye.